The Fantasy Football Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100 times your payout. That's right. Turn $5 into 501 game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Emerson Beery. Happy to be joined by my co-host, Justin Bruni. How are you doing today, my friend? Doing good. Doing good, sir. Happy week uh, five. It was a pretty solid week for me. How about yourself? Living the dream, staying busy today. Just mm. watched my Chiefs mm. you know, have a, a pretty competitive game against the Minnesota Vikings. Patrick Mah- Travis Kelsey limping around a little bit, did come back in the game. Patrick Mahomes. Not, you know, the offense isn't clicking how it usually is in Kansas City, but I am not surprised given the state of the wide receivers uh, core. Rashi Rice did score a touchdown, though. How's your day been? Yeah, like I said, so far so good. A lot of fantasy wins, a lot of great, great production from a lot of guys I'm invested in heavily. DJ Moore, David Montgomery continues to churn out all that fantasy production. My guy, Jared Goff, continuing to slay through, you know. I don't know about that per game production just yet, but uh, looking pretty, pretty good in comparison to Deshaun Watson so far, sir. <laughs> that was quite a performance today from Jared Goff. I'm, I feel, I'm feeling the heat a little bit. Um, Jared Goff's off to a very hot start. The Lions offense is clicking, and the Cleveland offense is not clicking. I think Watson's a little better than people give him credit for. However, I'm entire. I'm in danger of losing my hair in December. I, I am aware of that. <laughs> Merry Christmas, <sighs> baby. Happy New Year, Emerson. For those of you not aware, we have a bet for who scores more fantasy points between Deshaun Watson and Jared Goff. The loser has to shave their head. I have Deshaun Watson. He has Jared Goff. So definitely check back in December for that action. We'll dive into the waiver wire this week, though, talking the best waiver wire pickups and answering questions from our mailbag, week six waiver wire mailbag. We will start off here with Tanner Hobbs from the SGP and Fantasy Football Discord. He asks, Curtis Samuel has produced well in back-to-back weeks. He Is he worth rostering in a 12-team PPR league? Can drop him for Lazard or Cam Akers? 
Are you good to drop one of these guys for him? And if yes, then why and who? Yeah, I, I think that's a I think that's a fair pickup. I mean, he has produced in back to back games. We haven't seen you know overwhelming production from say Terry McLaurin like we'd like to see with how well the offense has been playing. Jayon Dotson, kind of a I wouldn't say slouch, but the fantasy production feels that way. You know, at least this this past week. So, I mean, back to back weeks, double digit production. I think he scored touchdowns in back to back weeks too. Is that right? Yes. Yes, touchdown back stash. five weeks, I believe. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds like, you know, all three of these guys, I'm, I know, and those guys that you mentioned, I'm going to drop Lazard or Akers. It sounds like, you know, this, this is the last man on your roster spot that we're talking about. I think he's worth a stash. I mean, given what we've seen, anything to add, add on there? Wide receiver 16 on the year. You know, it's hard to tell. You know, he's kind of taken over that number two role that we envisioned for Bateman, especially particularly these last two weeks. Wide receiver 12 and wide receiver Dotson? 13 finish. What was that for Dotson? Did I say what did I say? I don't know. Bateman. Dotson is what I meant to say, not Bateman. Yes, Jahan Dotson is what I meant to say. Rashad Bateman a little bit on my mind today, though. Tough, tough game yeah. for him, but <laughs> yeah. um, Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I would, I would take him over either of those guys, and I would, you know, I would spend you know six, seven dollars on a hundred dollar fat budget on him, you know, to to acquire his services if you're in need of a wide receiver. I also don't mind holding the running back there, so I would definitely drop Lazard over Acres as well. I think you got to spend a little bit more. I mean, we're we're at week yeah. five now, you know, going into week six. I think you got to spend a little bit more for yeah. you said wide receiver sixteen on the season. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're right. It might, that might require some waiver wire bids here. He is he is has an eighty two percent ownership though. So, you know, he's yeah. he's fairly yeah. highly owned. So you know, he's definitely in a fringe league here. You know, and if he is on your waiver wire. Should probably pick him up, but yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe more of a what about 10 10 percent, 10 percent, 20 percent. I think that's fair. I mean, okay, the more you have, the more you spend. I'd say at this point, like if you have 90 plus dollars still out of your original 100, I think you're spending like 15. I mean, if this yeah, is the know. best guy available, I don't know about like if I want to dump that much on him, but if he's the best guy available, then I'm, I'm good with it. That might be what you need. I don't know if that's what I would spend. What's up, Jamie? How you doing, my friend? Good to see you. Thanks for joining the chat as always. We'll keep it going here though. Up next, Blake from our Blake Provost from Facebook asks, I wanted to pick up Amari DeMardo this week, but didn't think it was a necessary move. Now Connor leaves today's game and I feel like an idiot and we'll probably have to bid on it. What is a sensible amount of fab to spend on him? Any update on Connor's injury? I don't even know. DeMarcardo? DeMarcardo, is that, is that what I said? I I, I probably didn't That's say That's not right. what you said. Uh, it's I haven't said this name on the podcast before, Bruni. I haven't even I haven't even heard of that guy before this week. Okay. I know I did not it wasn't okay. he was an NFL player. However, I, I'm looking at him a little bit. I don't it's really tough to say. Like it depends on how dire you are at running back. I think this Arizona offense, he keep plugged in and was productive, 10, 10 carries, 45 yards. I would spend I don't think this is a serious injury from James Conner unless something's come out in the last like half hour. So if I had to guess, I would say he's back shortly. So I would spend five five percent of my fat budget on him. If you know, maybe throw an extra dollar or two if you're in dire need of a running back. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I don't have much of a read on this guy other than what I saw from today. But looking at their roster, like Keontae Ingram was inactive. Corey Clement. 
Marlon Max on the IR. If James Connors hurt like this Demarcado guy, I mean, he could be a real deal here. I mean, we're always talking about RB2 stashes. He's the RB2 right now, so I'm good with it. I mean, I don't know if it lists other options that are available, but I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I want to spend a ton, but again, the more you have, the more you should spend. Like, you know, again, if you have 85, 90 plus dollars of your FOB budget left, it's time to start, st time to start breaking out the checkbook. Uh, and James Conner, it says he's dealing with a knee issue. So, you know, this team isn't uh, in the best position to, to win ball games. Maybe they hold them out a week. I certainly enjoyed chasing Jalil McLaughlin last week. You, you weren't too familiar with him, and he scored me a tutty this week. So, I mean, I think we're onto a good, uh, you know, equation here. You know, a, a little coming of moment, a little light bulb for Emerson. Like, hey, this guy, cool, you know, and then they do well. So, yeah, I, mean, I co-sign Amari DiMarcado. I co-sign. I, like I said, I'm just a little worried that, you know, James Conner isn't, isn't very seriously injured and that. Yeah. You so know, you got a day, you got a day or two, right? It's, it's Sunday night. You got a day or two. See yeah, how the situation definitely. unfolds. If, if, I mean, if Conner had a serious injury, I would spend up to 20% of my bad budget on if, if, if he had a serious injury, maybe even a little, uh, probably just 20%. 20%. You, you know who the guy was four minutes ago. All right. That's cool. That's if. Cool. Any start you can put, yeah, you know, you put me in a starting running back at the NFL. I'm probably worth a waiver wire bid. You know, you throw any, it's a, or just a warm body back there, and you might have a low end flex option. Worst case scenario, hmm. Jamie in just the chat. I, I flipped a coin today to start Ferguson or Goddard, and Goddard won the toss. Wow, yeah, I, I would have definitely Boom. just started Ferguson and wouldn't have even thought about it. So good for you. What did I tell you, Jamie? What did I tell you, son? Did, did you tell him to start Goddard? I did. I did. Come on now. Stick to your guns, son. Stick to your guns, son. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was a good call, I guess. There was, I don't know what reason you would have had okay. to say that. It was, it I also was, said to start Devonta Smith over Adam Thielen. That didn't go, out too, that didn't go over too well. So, you know, life well, I mean, happens. Was, life happens. AJ Brown's, AJ Brown's just dominating the target share right now in Philadelphia. You know, it was just like dominating it today. Yeah, I don't expect that to be the case many times going forward. So I would. You know, Devontae Smith is going to have his better weeks. Uh, Dallas Goddard, given the state of the tight end position, he's probably a top five tight end again in fantasy football on the year just because nobody does anything. And if you have one big game like that, then all of a sudden, yeah, you're in the top five again. Taysom Hill, like three good games last season, top five fantasy tight end in standard formats or top like six or something, whatever. Tight end, baby. Speaking of tight end, George Kittle just scored a touchdown. So that was cool. Oh, thank God. I have a lot of George Kittle in my dynasty leagues and it's killing me. I, I acquired him for really cheap in a few leagues, you know, like second round pick value. And he was, he was but, cheap last year, early last year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, he's getting cheaper now, but I'm glad he finally found the end zone here. Uh, hopefully. I You're worth 5% says Jamie. Uh, Damn. No, that's Damn, actually dog. a compliment. That's actually that's a, a that's a backhanded compliment. You're 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 like uh I mean you're that's a fob you're willing to lose, man. I mean, <laughs> if you're willing to lose a fob, it's not that it's not that special. I'm not that special. <laughs> that's what five percent. I didn't say it. Jamie did not me. I'm I just I'm, I'm not, just translating. I'm not worthy of a higher waiver wire bid. Okay, I'm a fringe <laughs> fringe asset. I don't follow my blocks very well, and I don't uh, take and I don't handle contact well very well either. So. <laughs> we'll keep it Sorry. going here up next uh before we dive into the next question i just want to give one more shout out to game time 
you know, buying tickets online is always very difficult. I'm always looking for the next rock show or the next uh, chief game tickets I'm going to buy. And a great place to do that is game time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hype for the fun you will have. In coming up here, I'm always, like I said, looking at the rock shows coming up. I am looking at tool coming back in april here yeah i'm pulling this up i'm definitely going to be looking at some chiefs broncos tickets very shortly as well like i said all of this available on the game time app flash deals and last minute tickets easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area images of sea views lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection job loss protection and so forth Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, baseball, basketball, concerts, comedy, and theaters. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price as well. If you find tickets in the same section row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and your set tickets are set directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email as well. Snag the tickets without the stress on game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting and analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an, an, an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Back to the waiver wire show. Up next here, we have a question from John Stephen Bradley from Twitter. He asked, I'm putting a, in a bid for Tajay Spears, but going back and forth on how aggressive I should be, the Titans aren't using Derrick Henry like we're accustomed to. I think the Titans might trade Henry and create a huge value for Spears in the process. Thoughts on the Titans running back game and how aggressively should I pursue Spears? I don't know how much of a market there is for Derrick Henry right now in the NFL. Um, I think that would be great. That'd be fantastic if they traded him. I again, like the more you have, the more aggressive that you should be. Again, as we move along, you know, through the season here, like if, if you have more, spend it. If you're starting to get a little bit, you know, below the $50 mark, maybe you want to, you know, siphon off a little bit less. Maybe you don't want to overspend on them. Um, I don't see an overwhelming need to, to purchase Tajay Spears. I don't think you're going to have a rhyme or reason to his production. I think he is still a boomer bust running back until you do see an injury or some type of trade for Derrick Henry. So I'm not that interested, but I guess, you know, again, you know, as we move along, more injuries, you get more dire, you get more desperate. Maybe you're two and three, maybe you're one and four, who knows? So, yeah, I mean, if, if you're really in dire need, go ahead and spend it. But, you know, I don't think you're buying consistent production out of Tajay Spears. You're buying a stash or a handcuff. And I don't believe that he's worthy of like a super aggressive, like a 10 to 15 percent right now. Tajay Spears was a guy I highlighted as a must own a couple of weeks ago. And then he had a big breakout game rostered everywhere. And then it's it shifted back to a little bit what we expected with the Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry taking the, a, a big portion of the workload. Uh, Derrick Henry is not toast as opposed 
to what some people were saying earlier, although 13 carries for 43 yards is not particularly impressive. Tajay Spears, I think he's earned a consistent role in this backfield. He'll be a little bit, if the Titans just can't get anything going offensively, there might not be enough plays to support him and Derrick Henry. But mm-hmm. when, the Tennessee, when the Tennessee Titans are moving the ball as a, as a below average NFL offense would, I think there's enough opportunities and with a poor pass game for Tajay Spears to be a, a low-end flex option a lot of weeks. I don't know if he gets a consistent enough touches to be more than that. And then, of course, he's like the best handcuff in the NFL, one of the best handcuffs in the NFL at the moment. So yeah. considering that, I, would, I wouldn't I would spend – if he's on your waiver wire, which he's – yeah, I guess he's only has – he's been dropped by a few people. So he's only rostered in 36% of leagues right now. If he is on your waiver wire. It depends. Like if you had like a hundred dollars left, I might throw ten percent on him. But otherwise, yeah, more like five, seven. If you're, you know, especially if you were, have a little bit lower fab. But like I yeah. said, definitely somebody. If he's on your waiver wire, somebody I would definitely be targeting this week for sure. Especially with a twenty-nine-year-old Derrick Henry, who knows how much wear and tear. You know, a lot of wear and tear on the tires. Who much? Who knows how much longer he has left? Could uh, going to get a lot of volume. So injuries are certainly a possibility for Derrick Henry as well. Do you think Henry could be traded? Do you think that there's a market for him right now? Um, you know, it would require a team to shift around a lot of salary cap. He's definitely a you know fairly highly paid running back. So considering that, it'll make it a little tougher. I don't think in the Titans, you know, the Titans still want to sell tickets and everything too. You know, it's not, you know, teams don't mm-hmm. just like to completely sell out for the tank like us fans like like to think that they do. Right. And Arizona Cardinals are doing a poor <clears throat> job of that right now. But, um, but yeah, so considering that, I, I think it's unlikely a trade will happen. Mm-hmm. Not to say it wouldn't happen, but, you know, I would put the odds of a trade at 10% or something like that. So I, I Derek Henry, I think the it would be a playoff team that acquired him, too. So considering that, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it would only go up his, you know, his value of his fantasy value likely i would think and if a team did acquire him i would assume it's probably not a team that has another strong running back so i think derrick henry is a top i mean he's a he's kind of a low-end r you know mid-tier rb1 as at this point you know just Mm. the up and down weeks it's we've seen this year you know he's going to have some big weeks vintage derrick henry weeks but then we've gotten a few quiet performances as well man i'd love if the ravens traded for him Uh, they 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 just absolutely need it at this point yeah, the Ravens are struggling a little bit. It's interesting to see. I thought off, I thought Lamar Jackson's been commanding the offense fairly well, but no, up until this point. But it was a rough game. no, no. He's got what four passing touchdowns? Todd Monken got, offense. Come on, it, it, Come if on. you look at the stat sheet, I know I know the stats have especially been disappointing. But I thought prior to this week, I thought he still, like I said, he looked comfortable back there. He was making the right decisions. I just thought they haven't been fully pressed into. Having these like you know big you know passing and everything like that, they've always been a run heavy team, and that hasn't changed at all. They're still a very run heavy team prior to this week, one of the more run heavy teams in the NFL. And then yeah, Lamar Jackson just has not elevated his passing performance. It's he's not an upper tier yeah, passer. They're, they're a team that can run. They've always been a team that can run. They were supposed to be this elevated group of uh, passing offense. Not the case whatsoever. Todd Monken offense. I mean, I'll, I'll take Greg yeah, Roman any day. I'll take Greg Roman any day at this point. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far yet, but clearly you mean it's their struggle. Why the passing offense was better. Zay Flowers, I mean his his uh, average depth of target. I I could look that up for fun, but I mean it has to be pretty I 
it, it wouldn't give me an updated number at this point, but yeah, I mean, it has to be pretty abysmal. It's hard for you to get, yeah. depend on more than one pass catcher in this lineup at the moment. And yeah, well, they had Jackson, added help. I mean, they, they added flowers, they added OBJ. You still have Mark Andrews. You still have Bateman. I mean, this is supposed to be a better improved product specifically for passing. That's what the Monken offense was supposed to do. It's a fraud. It's bullshit. It's not real. Till I see otherwise. Sorry, I'm a little I'm a little buttered they couldn't beat the Steelers today. Like it's I mean, come on. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. These teams just love to fall by the wayside for my Kansas City Chiefs to come back to the number one seed. Although I'm sure they're yeah, they might just like and them. just hand it to them. Like and, and the Chiefs had a hard time today. You know what I mean? Like just making oh. it super easy on them. It's hilarious. Oh man, I knew when. Uh, I mean, I get it. The re- the refs didn't want to have like the game decided. I knew people were going to bitch about the guy taking the helmet. Oh, off picking up the flag. I mean, not the picking up the flag. That was that was, that was the correct call. But then people wanted uh, they, our cornerback. Call, uh, penalized for taking his helmet off when he was talking to the refs. I mean, Christ that's Almighty. what people—that's what people are left to do at this point. Patrick Mahomes like, signs their checks. Okay, just relax. All right, folks. I mean, this is his NFL right now. Look what he's doing with no one. Like literally, with with half a Travis Kelsey and a, and a, and one Isaiah Pacheco, he he's just going to run through the AFC and back to the Super Bowl. Like the Bills. Right. Oh my God, the Bills are awful. Christ Almighty, what was that? The Bills- the Bills had a bad game, but they were talked about prior to this game. The Please. Bills were the be- best team in the NFL, Please. quote unquote. Quote no, this is quote. that's like that's that's a playoff game. The Bills lose. You know what I mean? Like that's the type of game that they do lose, though. You know what I mean? Like games that they're not supposed to. Games where yeah, they're big favorites. Sorry, you know, you know, stand in the lights, take stage, Josh Allen, take stage. The Bills embrace it. Don't run from it. That was, game was a joke, man. Whatever, by the way, whatever the Jags did to get off the Schneid this week in London, shout out to them. There's no way that they were sitting in like a hotel lobby watching, you know, movies like a Ted Lasso episode. You know what I mean? Like they got out there and they hit the the red light district. They hit the bricks and they got back uh, back on the Schneid. I, I was loving it. They they got the monkey off their back. Shout out the Jags. I thought the Jags looked a little better than their. I thought Trevor Lawrence in particular looked better than his stats had shown. A lot of drops so far, missed opportunities. So glad to see him have a bounce couldn't, back. Although Trevor couldn't Trevor throw Lawrence, the ball out of bounds. Couldn't couldn't throw the ball out of bounds. Save his life. Kept taking sacks. Fumbled the ball a lot. I don't mean he didn't play great, but I mean Trevor Lawrence didn't have an outstanding day today. Another but okay twenty five complete. Yeah, three over three hundred yards, but yeah, just lack of touchdowns. Uh, twelve twelve fantasy point work. Did he fumble the ball or something like that? I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, he 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 fumbled the ball a few times. I think one uh, they recovered and one he lost. That's what I was getting at. Like there was a point, I believe, like in the the beginning of the first half where he looked absolutely atrocious, and then he finished off the game like very well. Like he looked good down the stretch, but to start the second half, like Lawrence looked like terrible, like dog piss. Like he couldn't get out of the pocket. He wouldn't throw the ball out of bounds. Like he was just taking terrible sacks, and um, that definitely prolonged uh, you know their chances for sure buffalo to get back in it but man they were just way too vanilla way too vanilla i mean it, i mean honestly the handful of teams were way too vanilla this this past week uh maybe we'll touch on them as we break through into other waiver wire candidates here but uh yeah i i was i was not impressed with them this week before we dive into more waiver wire questions I also want to tell you we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100-time 
your payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10K each. Toss out. Um, my underdog, uh, my, always my underdog play is to continue rolling with taking the unders on some of these uh, passing props from some of the best players. The Josh Allens, the Patrick Mahomes usually get steamed up because no one wants to bet against him. I'm usually always hitting those and do fairly well when I do so. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And of course, if you're still listening, if you wouldn't mind giving a like, subscribe, rating to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you may be listening, we would really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Diving into the rest of this waiver wire episode, Aaron Cooper from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord asks, is Josh Downs worth my waiver wire priority? My receivers have been underwhelming. I have Devontae Adams, Christian Watson, Drake London, Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson. Not going to drop any of them, but I'd like to add some talent so I could maybe sell one of these guys. What do you think about Josh Downs probably still a boomer bus guy week in and week out you're not going to know when to start him but I'm liking the target share if Minshew is going to be the QB for at least next week or a few weeks I like the fact that the offense will pass the ball more I think that he is I mean he's eclipsed at what Alec Pierce can offer at this point right like he is the wide receiver too if this team can pass the ball more then I think yeah he's, he's definitely worthy of a stash but He's also seems worthy of a guy that, you know, is uh, is dud worthy, you know, that's going to throw up a goose egg potentially, you know, the week that you need something out of him. So not someone that I trust in my lineups, but I think he's worth a bench spot. I think he's worth a stash. I don't know about how aggressive I get, uh, you know, if maybe if my receivers were injured or I didn't have spots to fill for my bye weeks, I'd get over 10 percent. But I don't think he's I don't know if he's worth more than 10 percent. Uh, yeah, I'd be more of like a 5% bid for me, especially depending on the yeah, Gardner Minshew would probably be better. You're Josh Downs. Value. You're Josh Downs, that- 5%. You're Josh Downs. It's pretty I'm good. Josh Downs, exactly. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> good. It. I'll be Josh Downs. Josh Downs, a player I liked a lot coming out of college, plays a lot bigger than his size. Somebody definitely to keep an eye on. But yes, Gardner Minshew, you know, he's somebody you can fire up if Gardner Minshew's playing quarterback, potentially is a low and flex option. Better left on benches if Anthony Richardson is playing quarterback for the Colts, mm-hmm. though. Moving on here, Kara McLeod from the SGP and Fantasy Football Discord asks, Derek Carr is available in my quarterback league. I drafted Rodgers and lost in week one. I added C.J. Strouds and haven't lost since. But Stroud wasn't amazing today, and I had to add some backup depth. Who should I target, Carr or guys like Dobbs, Jimmy G, or Baker Mayfield? Can you read that one one more time, just a tad slower? <laughs> so I, I, I didn't write that all. Was I didn't, I in I didn't ad read read mode? I think I was in ad read mode. I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> I didn't write that all down as you said it. I think I was in ad read. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to talk quick like I was doing the ads again because they're very long, and I try, I try to buzz through them for the listeners here, but <laughs> I'll, I'll slow down here. I, th- I, I think I even realized I was, I was talking a little quick when I said that. Is Josh Downs worth a waiver priority? He has Devontae Adams, Christian Watson, Drake London, Terry McLaurin, Deontay Johnson. And he needs some. Oh wait a minute, no, sorry. No, this is the next one. question about. Gosh darn it, CJ. No, I'm like CJ Stroud was in there. I heard CJ Stroud. Oh, all right, sorry guys, it's been a tough day for me today. I'm get. I'll get there. But yes, no, he you know, has. He you know whiskey, Rod- my friend. I know. I drafted Rodgers and lost in week one. CJ Stroud haven't lost since. 
He okay. is thinking about Dobbs, Jimmy G, or Baker Mayfield, and Carr, of course. Yeah, I mean, I like Carr more than those guys, probably. I mean, he's he's just on a team with like a really good defense, so I just trust the offense to be on the field a lot. They have Alvin Kamara back. That seems to definitely be helping Derek Carr. I know he has an injury, but I mean, I still want to believe he has a higher ceiling with the weapons around him than trusting Baker Mayfield, Josh Dobbs, even Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I'd like to say Jimmy Garoppolo, but that team's going to still try to run the ball a lot with uh, Josh Jacobs. So I, I think that Carr is an okay answer there. Yeah. Yeah. Carr is, you know, he'll, he'll give you his car moments like today. Like, I just don't see it like mid-tier quarterback two above Carr's range of outcomes, even with a fairly decent wide receiver core. So Carr would be my not, slight preference. There. I'm not sure who Stroud has next week, but my guess is you're probably still just going to want to start yeah, Stroud. Like, yeah. he was still really efficient. So, I mean, if you're adding a bench spot, yeah, that's. I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, you I, you want to have two decent guys. I mean, I don't know if you want to completely trust Stroud for the rest of the season. He does play. They play each other next week. Yeah, so Stroud plays New Orleans, and Carr plays the Texans. I think. I think we're both going to agree. We still start Stroud in that game. No, or are you going to pivot yeah. to to Carr? I like Stroud and uh, Baker Mayfield is another guy I like too. Uh, a little tougher to depend. A little lower floor than Carr, but kind of. I the think the, have been I think the fantasy year. points are there. Like if you look at like if you look on your waiver wire, Baker probably has like the most fantasy points for the available quarterbacks. But he, I mean, that's I mean, you're you're really putting yourself to the uh, to the irons to the to the coals here. If you're going to trust Baker Mayfield week in and week out, like he has to be completely matchup oriented. I said to start him up against the Bears. That was a smash. That was a hit. I haven't said that you should do that since. So that's where I'm at. I mean, I don't actually love Stroud next week up against New Orleans. Their defense is legit. I probably really don't love him until like love, love, like, like he has to be in my lineup until like week 10 and down. So his next opponent, he has the Saints, like I said, tough. Then Carolina, then Tampa, both, you know, again, tougher matchups. And then it comes back down to earth a little bit. Cincinnati, Arizona, Jacksonville, Denver. Ooh, Denver, week 13. Mwah, love that. Uh, week 14 up against the Jets. Week 15 up against the Titans. Like, it's pretty, pretty end of, pretty good end of year schedule, if you ask me. Absolutely. And definitely like to take advantage of the Denver Broncos when we can. Oh, up next, Ty- Tyler Oaks asked from Twitter, I'm looking at adding a tight end in either Schultz or Johnny Smith. Which tight end do you guys prefer? Team 12-team PPR, the only tight end I roster is Darren Waller, and I want to sell him. I mean, it's, it's still Schultz for me. It's not pretty, but neither – Johnny Smith hasn't been pretty, and I don't know how long his level of production will be maintained. It's still pretty mediocre. Schultz at least found the end zone today. He had a good week last week with Stroud. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Schultz and Stroud just in general. Like I mean, he's what now, second or third in the league for most passing yards this season. I can get an get an update on that here quick. He's up. I mean, he's up there. I think he was number three coming into today. That sounds right. But he, I mean, he didn't have an amazing passing yardage day, but it was it was still pretty good. He's number five. One, two. Yeah, he's number five. Yeah, Dalton, Dalton Schultz had ten targets today. That's 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 impressive. You know who leads? You know who leads the league in passing yards right now? Who, who's that? Sam Howell. 
That makes sense. Sam that Howell. sounds about right. 1,349. The next closest is Tua Tagovailoa, uh, 1,306. It's been that wow. kind of year. It's wow. been that kind of year. Sam Howell, wow. better fantasy quarterback, certainly, than a real-life quarterback. Oh, yeah. Hey, He's hey. only got six passing touchdowns and six picks. Like, that's not like – I mean, you're not looking for that, but wow, buddy. Wow. I think I think we finally saw a little Kyle Pitts emergence today, so I'm, I'm I don't need to roster Johnu Smith. I, I'm still leaving him on waiver wires in most of my redraft leagues, unless I'm have just a I have a lot of players I'm willing to get rid of this week, and there's mm-hmm. nobody on the waiver wire. I'm leaving them. Dalton Schultz, nice performance. Vegas is very smart. I can't believe they had Falcons as the favorite in this game, and and sure as hell they won. I. I lost. I, I lost it on that kick. I had Houston because I I couldn't. I could not understand why Houston was a dog, and I couldn't understand why the Saints were a dog. Obviously, Vegas the Saints smart. played out my questioning a little bit better, right? But still, yeah. like Houston coming into this game, I mean, they've been playing so well. They've been efficient. The passing game's been there, and just double check mark on the offense being better than you know Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like that was very surprising to me but and even and even just the fact that Houston was just able to walk down the field walk down the field walk down the field and their play calling was just so vanilla just field goal after field goal after field goal is driving me crazy one of the many vanilla teams this week it was driving me nuts over in the chat Ammon Celtics would you guys trade Mostert and Gabe Davis for Keenan Allen yeah in a heartbeat thousand percent yes give me keenan just go i don't even like i doubt that's on the table for i don't care what format it is oh he says full point ppr yeah standard uh half point ppr if they play on the moon this league i'm taking keenan allen and yeah dynasty redraft whatever it is yeah yeah exactly uh what do you guys think of a kyron for jt trade and non-ppr no oh i mean i want i want jt if you're getting jt that's what i mean i like like it's I get it. That was a tough first game. Your it's league might veto league. it. Just, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm mean, just saying. Like I've been, I've been seeing a lot of that uh, this past past two weeks. Seeing a lot of vetoes. Uh, people have got opinions, and if you have the ability to veto, like people just love to express their opinions. I yeah, I saw a trade. Like I thought the other side was getting vetoed, and it turns out it was like the one I did not think was getting vetoed. So I was just like, that shows you. It's just like what? Like you vetoed that? Like that's pretty crazy, but. Kyron Williams, yeah, I, I'm I'm going with JT here. Don't don't make it hard. Next up, Matthew Katz from SGP and Fantasy Football Discord asks: Looking to recover from the Khalil Herbert injuries, my options are Dante Foreman, Darrington Evans, or Justice Hill. My waivers are super thin, and no one lets running backs take a breath on waivers. Which of these running backs should I target? Also, what are your thoughts on the Bears' backfield? Am I wasting my time with these guys or no? That's tough. Uh, well, you got to wait out the Rose Roshan situation. Like if Ro- if Roshan's available. They're going to give him the run if he's healthy. It sounds like Herbert is going to miss a few weeks. So that's going to be tough because you're probably not going to get an IR designation for him if you're rostering him. So you're going to have to hang on to him and drop somebody else most likely. You know, I think it could be the the Donta Foreman show. We saw him last year and he we, we saw him with Carolina play well. You know, the signing of Darrington Evans, I don't know if that's a big signal I, I believe he came off of the dolphins practice squad we we grabbed him and he was with us last year as like a special teams guy he's got some speed to him he can he can uh you know get some steam rolling outside the numbers but he's not a guy i expect to take a bulk of the carries and with how poorly the offensive line has been playing i think they need that physical downhill running ability 
which yeah, Jamie Roshan fits that mold. Like he he's a bigger body guy. Obviously he he can take a hit. He's going to have to clear concussion protocol though. I, that's I believe he's in it right now. If he does, then yeah, he's the guy. But I think that you do want to target uh, both Roshan and Donta Foreman here for this upcoming week. You know, just Roshan, if he is on your waiver wire, which probably isn't, but if he was, it's just, you know, Jamie, you 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 guys make it too hard to, like, Roshan Johnson is not a value, Jamie, because you and everybody else love him so much. That's the problem. That's true. Like, no no, That's no true. one's forgotten about Roshan Johnson. Like, everybody, like, I promise you this week people are going to be pounding it. Like, my bo- like Matt Kelly mm-hmm. over at Player Profiler, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, I know he's going to be hammering the table saying this is Roshan Johnson time when he does get out there. So, I just – nobody's forgotten about him. So, at this point, I don't know if he's a player on my target because he's still expensive. I know, Jamie, he's going to score 5,000 fantasy points. I'm sure you think that. Jamie, we, we love you. Jamie probably had a heart we, we attack when he saw him get hit in the head the other night, man. Like, that was a, that was a, that was not a good hit still. So, I'm, 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 I do hope that he plays. Like, think, as a, as a Bears we, fan, I want to see Roe happen. Like, I want to see Roshan Johnson be a thing. But, again, like, from what we've seen so far, he hasn't lived up to it. From just a per-touch production standpoint, he's not living up to the quote-unquote hype. So I do see there being an opportunity or a window for Foreman to come in and you know take away some touches and earn more. Darrington Evans, like like I said, he's a shifty, speedy type of running back. Like he's not built to take a lot of carries. You know, you might see him get some sneaky touches, some like built-in and around reverse type little creative plays. But I don't think he's I don't think he's going to be anything special for him. Yeah, it's tough. It's been a uh, – I know Jamie wants the Roshan breakout to happen, but leave him on your bench a little longer, Jamie. Like I said, wait, hold out. I know in your redraft leagues you might be you might be left holding the bag. Yeah. I, I like the uh, the gravitas here, Jamie. A billion. He'll score a billion. <laughs> Enrique Barlow from Twitter asks, someone dropped Antonio Gibson in my league. Feels like a safe pick, but he has not, hasn't done much this season. Four catches last week was his best performance in fantasy. Worth a stash or no? Yeah, he's worth a stash. I mean, if that's if that's what's available on, is like your best option, I I don't hate it. One injury to Brian Robinson, workload's going to double easily. Go to fifteen touches a game at least. Yeah, one of the better handcuffs. A very talent has shown it before, but definitely Brian Robinson has the early down roll, and Sam Howell has not shown a proclivity to check it down. Too much. Whatever. He's still throwing for a ton of yards. So really yeah. anyone gets an injury. You know, you see one to Logan Thomas, any of those receivers. I think Gibson in- instantly fills a role. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Oh, yeah. Quick note I wanted to add on Khalil Herbert that I don't think anybody's come back from seven days from a concussion. So probably not going to be back. You mean Roshan? God, I'm so bad. To, what is I I'm bad today. I told you you come need on. a whiskey sir. No. Need a whiskey sir. I don't even know what name I said. What did I say? So not you not said, Roshan Johnson. Jesus, you Roshan said Johnson. Herbert. God damn it! <sighs> damn it, yeah, God! It's a bad. It's a bad week for me this week with the uh, miscues. I'll get. I'll get it back. I just had. A, it's been a long day today. It's been crazy. I've just been trying to run around, keep my head above the water. So mm. a little less sharp than I usually am. I, I hate when my head is below water. <laughs> I prefer it so much more above. Jamal Whitlock from Facebook asks, is it safe to drop Dalvin Cook or can I trade him? What trade value does he have? I can pick up any of the Bears running backs, Roshan Johnson, Foreman, or Evans with Herbert out. Pass on these guys or hold or trade Cook. 
Uh, it was it was Dalvin Cook they're asking about. Yeah. Uh, man, Dalvin Cook has not played well. Man, dropping Dalvin Cook that just sounds so weird. Um, you know, I don't love the Jets, but I mean, is there a clear guy to pick here? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, is there any reason other than, I mean, the Dalvin Cook name that we would hold on to Dalvin Cook? Just because I think that the Jets aren't very good, and I just think at a certain point, and maybe this isn't for like another handful of weeks, maybe this isn't until like week nine, but I think at some point they just pack it in and they just don't run Brees Hall into the ground. I just don't think that they're going to overwhelm him with touches when this team is bad, not winning games, and have nothing to play for. So why run your best asset into the ground when he's still young and doesn't need to be taking, you know, a lion's share of a bad offense. And oh, hey, look, paying Dalvin Cook some money. Let's let's let him have a role right now through you know weeks ten through fifteen or whatever. You know, I just again, maybe it's not the play right now, but again, in a handful of weeks, I think you know someone's picking him back up. If it's not you who's dropping him, you know what I mean? Like he's going to get picked back up again. And I feel like you know these Bears running backs, it could be a similar situation. Like yeah, you pick him up this week, but. That's all you're playing for. And, and I just looked, yeah, the Bears do play the Vikings this week. It's fantastic. But which guy are you going to start? Like, if you have both Roshan Johnson and Donta Foreman, which player do you start in week six? Ro- Roshan, if he's, I'll take Roshan over, over Dalvin Cook. And Jamie's another correction for me. Yeah, you're totally right, Jamie. I just said space that, yes, of course, Roshan, uh, the, the game was on Thursday. So, yeah, you're right. He might have a better chance of playing. I mean, my goodness, like, I couldn't be any less sharp today, but. You know, butter knives, it, baby, butter knives. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. I, I mean, he's. I think NFL teams still like to sell tickets. That's why Brees Hall is going to be out there. I think at the end of the year, I think they want to give the fans a little bit of hope. Well, they're not going to make him inactive. They're not going to be like, oh, hey, like we called it, so like you know, we're game check for you. I know, but I think they're going to run. I think they're going to give him a run. Dalvin Cook just has nothing left. He has no juice left. He's toast. We saw that at the end of last season, I think. So I, I think. Yeah, I- I think, I think he's plenty like, good. I'll take him. I'll take him on the Bears right now, pal. <laughs> Michael Car- I feel like Michael Carter was would get run for Dalvin Cook. Like you know, like that's that's where we're no, at. all three of them. Got, all three of them got touches today. Dalvin Cook actually had red zone touches today. I was like, whoa, okay, cool. Like, I mean, it's the Broncos. I mean, anybody should be able to score on them. You and I should be able to run across the goal line at least together. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, it's tough, but I'm I'm I don't have any problem dropping Dalvin Cook, especially. Yeah, I mean. I guess in a deep dynasty league, like, you have to hang on to him. But I, don't I guess the answer that. is Roshan. That's the, the most comfortable answer. I think the most realistic answer is potentially Dante Foreman or just holding Dalvin Cook. Like I don't know if it says who their other other running back is or how dire they are. But you know, if he's like your last roster guy and things aren't that bad, I you know I just I'm gonna hold. Last up here, Kate Madden from the SGPN Fantasy Football Discord asks, not a waiver wire question, wondering about trading Devontae Smith. What running backs do you think I could trade him for? My other receivers are Lamb, Hookah, Kirk, DJ Moore, but I'm really bad at running back with Pierce, Gibbs, and Aaron Jones. What running back should I target in a deal including Smith? 12-team PPR. Oh, man. Uh, you want to pull up some names? I mean, that's just pulling a, like, a name out of my hat. For Devonta uh, Smith, um, is Brian Robinson a good answer? 
Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't personally find that to be a good answer. I would never trade Devontae Smith for Brian Robinson. That's too. That's a step too far for me. Oh. Um, I would trade. It would need to be a really good running back for me to. I know Devontae Smith. Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, way higher. We need way up. Uh, I'm thinking more. I'm in way. I'm in well into RB one territory before I consider Devontae Smith trading him. Just considering how the state of the running back core, how everybody's been fairly inconsistent this year. I don't. Even, yeah, mm -hmm. Josh Jacobs. Even I don't think. I don't even know if I'd want to sell Devontae Smith for Josh Jacobs. Maybe like somewhere in that tier though. Like Josh Jacobs is somebody I'd want. Um, I just don't think you're going to get that for him right now. I just. I just don't see that. So I'd probably hold. That's what I mean. Like I just. I, I, don't, I don't like to sell somebody coming off of bad weeks. And yeah, Josh Jacobs is probably a hard get coming off of 30 fantasy points, but <sighs> Travis Etienne, probably not either. Probably hard. Like I'd want like David Montgomery maybe as an option. I would consider if I was in dire straits for a running back, but I mean, that would be like the lowest I would go. I mean, uh... I, I would I would take Smith over Achan. I would take Smith. Derrick Henry. I would I would potentially trade Smith for Kamara. I would take Derrick. I would take Derrick. Like Henry I just don't Smith. I don't yeah, I think you would do that that trade, but I don't think someone's going to give you Alvin Kamara for Devonte Smith. I just don't I, mean, I don't this, see that this, happening. This guy was a second round pick in fantasy football drafts. Just he's coming off a of one ago. catch week. There's no, I could, he's not, it's not good right now. You can't, no, it's not you're only as good as your last game, like in a, in a week to week format and redraft. Like if you're going to go out and buy Devonta Smith, you're not getting him for his draft capital from a month ago. You're getting him for what he is today, which is now he's going to be labeled as, Oh, good receiver in a crowded offense. Now we can't do anything. That's, that's who he is today. That's what people, the, why someone's asking. It's the wide receiver 14 on the year still. I know it's coming off of two. I mean, he's had three three good games in five games. Like he had fifty, he had over fifteen PPR points in week four. I yeah, don't panic. This is not the time to panic. Like if if that's all you can get, if that's really all you can get, now you hold you hold Smith away for another big week. But I mean, oh, yeah, I see I, plenty I, of running I, backs I having more fantasy points than him. I see Bijan or not Bijan. I don't think you get get Bijan for him. But Brian Robinson has more fantasy points than him. I. That's fine. Ky I'm still Kyrene holding. Williams? Nope. Holden Smith. No. Give me the talent. Okay. Give me the talent. Okay. All right. You want to grab this last question in the chat and head out? Yep. Let's do it, my man. Uh, what, what do you guys, do you guys think, think of trading Kyron for JT and non-PPR? I'm currently two and two because of Jamar Chase. Uh, trading Kyrene for G. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you can get JT, I think we answered this already. But yeah, I mean, we're all for it. You, we already answered yeah, this. We, 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 yeah, we, we told you earlier. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Go for JT. I, I can't believe that would be on the table, but yeah, JT, my man, for sure. Yeah, if someone's willing to give it to you, by all means, take it. We'll wrap it up here, guys. Sorry I was struggling a little bit today, just not as sharp as I usually am, so thanks for bearing with me. Thanks for the mm. uh, the, the live corrections, everybody. I do appreciate you. Mm. We'll Sharpen those knives, Emerson. Go get you some Cutco, all right? Woo. Let's get we'll it next back. time, huh? Absolutely. We'll be back next week with an update on the head shaving bet between me and Justin Deshaun Watson versus Jared Goff. We'll talk and be talking week seven waiver wires next week as well. Check out Justin a little later on this week with Andrew Robb. Check out the Dynasty podcast with uh, Dave and Bradley. Justin and his wife. What's his wife's name? I'm sorry. I need to Miranda. Be with Miranda. 
Justin and Miranda are great too. And they do a podcast for us as well. Gary Van Dyke on the IDP stuff. So definitely check out all those guys. They're great. So we'll see you again soon, everybody. Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate you. Zev, Zev XL, everybody who joined us. Have a great week. Okay. Thanks a lot.